0: Demetrius Kiss is a spoiler-full podcast, which means that you would probably benefit from reading the material discussed before listening to this podcast. That being said, it's your choice, so do what you want. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Everett. I use they-them pronouns. Today, we will be going over Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Chapter 1, The Boy Who Lived. Ooh, very ominous title for a decently ominous chapter. First of all, can we talk about how hilariously paranoid the first sentence is? Mr. and Mrs. Desley of number four Privet Drive were proud to say that they are perfectly normal, thank you very much. Constantly insisting that you're normal is a surefire way to make people think you're not normal, honey. Why? It's just, it makes no sense to me. (coughs) Secondly, I find it to be complete nonsense that McGonagall would go go around questioning how Dumbledore recognizes her in her cat form. It's shown in later chapters that she often shows off her cat form to her students. On top of that, she's in the Ministry's register for Animagi. So... Why in the world would she be so absolutely bewildered by the fact that Dumbledore recognized her? (laughs) Baby Harry was sitting in a torn-down house for over 24 hours in November. Not only that, but this is the UK. Assuming Godric's Hollow is in the West Country, based on Hagrid's flight pattern, it was around 40 degrees Fahrenheit at that time. That's too cold for a baby to be out in overnight. That's not even accounting for wind chill. And he was just over a year old. Like, bro, he probably has some severe lung damage from all the dust in the air from when the building fell down. Like, Bethilda, you live right across the street. Get off your butt and pick up the baby on that topic, why in the entire world would Dumbledore send Hagrid of all people to rescue the baby? I love Hagrid and all, but like, he cannot apparate. He has not gotten any education other than third year education, which is about the equivalent of, I'd say, eighth grade. So he never learned. And he's too big to ride on a broom. He's 12 feet tall. Do not tell me he fit on the motorbike either. There must have been some sort of engorgement charm on it for him to be able to ride it. And how did he even get there? It just makes no sense. Dumbledore! Dumbledore, why? Albus, no. Stop. Nothing like this man had ever been seen on Privet Drive. He was tall, thin, and very old, judging by the silver of his hair and beard, which were both long enough to tuck into his belt. He was wearing long robes, a purple cloak that swept the ground, and high-heeled, buckled boots. Would a straight man ever wear high-heeled, buckled boots and a long purple cloak? I think not. I like to imagine that he's wearing a giant belt buckle that's the Hogwarts logo, and it just makes me laugh every time. (sighs) Okay, when J.K.R. confirmed that Dumbledore is gay, there were so many people saying things like, but there weren't any signs! Like, dude, yeah, there were. I agree that she should have explicitly said it in the books, but come on, remember the plum velvet robes he wore to pick up Young Riddle? No straight man would ever not to say that every flamboyant man is gay. That's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is that there were definitely signs and y'all are just ignorant. Okay, can we talk about McGonagall for like two seconds, please? Okay, I just hot. She's so hot, I can't Instead, he was smiling at a rather severe-looking woman who was wearing square glasses exactly the shape of the markings the cat had around its eyes. She, too, was wearing a cloak, an emerald one. Her black hair was drawn into a tight bun. First of all, square glasses are such a statement, and I love Rowling's color descriptions. Instead of green, she says emerald, which makes me imagine McGonagall in a LARP costume for a medieval convention with, like, a corset? In a bodice? Oh my god. Why is it called the put-outer? Like... When old dummy here wills it to Ron, he calls it the deluminator. <sighs> well... I guess... Maybe it just sounds cooler that way. I mean, the original name is not exactly child-friendly. The ministry would probably see the name the word, the put-outer, and be like, this is, a, ma- this is a, a, a a weapon of mass destruction. Dumbledore is here to murder us all, so no, Ron, you don't get this. So, I guess it makes sense. And that concludes this episode of Dementor's Kiss. Be sure to follow this podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening to to it. Have a fun day and stay out of Azkaban.